Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of A Trophy Life, the official podcast of the Naismith Awards here in Atlanta. I'm your host, Bob Rathbun. And coming up, my guest this week is the head coach of the UMass Minutemen, Frank Martin. We'll have a quite an in-depth conversation here in just a minute. But first, we begin with our Jersey Mike's news and notes. And you can tell we're getting closer to the start of the season. The preseason polls are out. The weather's getting colder. Just about basketball time. And for the women, the number one preseason team, the defending national champion, South Carolina. Third straight year that Dawn Staley's team has been the preseason number one. They are followed by, in order, Stanford, Texas, Iowa, and Tennessee. Best showing for Iowa in the polling since 1994 at number four. And for the men, number one, North Carolina, a record 11th preseason number one. Breaks a tie with Duke. Gonzaga number two, then Houston, Kentucky, and Kansas. Our congratulations go out to the SWAC's Grambling State and Southern. They have been chosen for the second NBA HBCU Classic. That game will be played All-Star Weekend in Salt Lake City. The date of the game is February the 18th. When we come back, my conversation with Frank Martin. We talk about life and family, rejection, and starting over in the great game of basketball. That conversation is next after this from Jersey Mike's. If Jersey Mike's turkey had a resume, it would say it's 99% fat-free and raised without antibiotics. But our turkey already has its dream job at Jersey Mike's because premium meat makes a sub above. It is quite the honor for us this week on our podcast to welcome in the head basketball coach at the University of Massachusetts, Frank Martin. This game would not be a great game if we didn't have people like Frank Martin coaching in it. I am so glad, Coach, that you took the UMass job, that they came after you, because we need you in college basketball. And I know you're fired up to start a, a new job. Well, Bob, I... I uh... I, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate your words. And, uh, you know, that fire still still burns in my gut to, to go help young people. And uh, um, I, I, you know, I'm not going to sit here right in the middle of, of my journey and, and try to judge myself. But uh, after 38 years, I, I know the rewards I get on a daily basis based on uh, former players and their successes as men. And, um, and, and that's as soon as I feel that I, I, it, it wants me to keep going. And, uh, and besides I'm, I'm, uh, I hang around 20 year olds. So that makes me think like them, which makes me think I'm still young, which I'm not, but it makes <laughs> me feel that much better. And, uh, uh, but I appreciate your words and, uh, honored that UMass, uh, would, uh, uh, would think that I'm the right person, uh, to, to help them elevate their program and, and excited for the opportunity. Frank, a lot of us here uh, down south, anyway, uh, uh, we knew of you, of course, in Miami and all the great things that you did at the high school level and getting into college coaching, but we really got to watch you here on an everyday basis for the 10 years you spent at South Carolina. It included, of course, the run to the Final Four in 2017. Just looking back, Frank, on the 10 years in Columbia, not the easiest job in the world in terms of, of men's basketball through the years. We all know the history. But what were your takeaways on that experience? Uh, I, I mean, I learned so much. Uh, I, unbelievable time, unbelievable run. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I gave the job all I had, and the job gave me everything I needed. And um, uh, it, it's uh, – I, I – I, I, 
Yeah, you know, Bob, I can't think of a a, a negative uh, aspect of uh, of of anything I went through. Um, uh, getting fired uh, is is complicated. Uh, that no one can answer that question unless they've been through it. Uh, they, uh, you know, you're basically told that what you're doing is not good enough, and that that hurts, and that 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 you know, piece of your soul dies when you're told that. Um, and, uh, and you feel you let people down. Uh, you know, a lot of people believed in me. A lot of people uh, were a part of my vision, uh, players, staff, administrators, uh, fans. And, um, you know, when, when you're basically told you're no longer uh, going to lead this, this uh, organization family, um, you know, it, it, it hurts. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, it's, uh, uh, once I stepped away and took a deep breath, I realized, uh, in today's day and age, in the line of work I'm in, uh, to to say that I could stay at a Power Five job for 10 years, uh, that means I learned a lot, and hopefully uh, I was able to impact people in a positive way. Uh, I think on the court we won games. Uh, we probably didn't win enough, uh, but uh, um, but you know it's uh, compared to what had happened in the previous 30 years and compared to what happened in my 10 years, uh, I'm not going to sit there and compare our program to the Kentuckys of the world. Cause uh, you know, that's the barometer. That's who you're trying to become, but it's not who you compare yourself to on a daily basis. And uh, um, uh, you know, I, I, I think we, we elevated it and made it better, but you know, that's not for me to say that's for others to, to worry about. I, I just know I'm a better man, better coach and, uh, uh, and extremely grateful that I got to call Columbia, South Carolina home for 10 years. And anybody, Frank, who knows basketball knows what you did there, and you did an outstanding job, and UMass is lucky to have you. And I think a lot of people would be surprised to learn, if they don't know your background, that you're actually getting back to the Northeast. You were an assistant coach at Northeastern as you made your break into the college game. What's it like getting back to the to the uh, state of Massachusetts? <laughs> it's Actually, the weather's starting to turn, so I'm trying to get used to this cold air, Bob. I'm like, you know, it's been a while. But uh, um, I, it's my daughter's born in Massachusetts, and uh, I married my wife in Massachusetts. Uh, she went to UMass. My wife did. And I tell as I go around the state talking to alums and fans, and I tell them, I'm like, anytime you get in your car and you're driving home and you think I'm doing a crappy job. Just realize I'm going home to a UMass grad. Just remember that. I, I want to make sure that, that it's what I tell the fans. But uh, um, no, it's it's. Uh, I'm extremely excited. Uh, uh, this is where my college career began in the state of Massachusetts. Uh, um, uh, I, I, I recruited the area. Uh, I recruit always from my K-State days, Cincinnati before then. I've always recruited the Northeast. Uh, it's, it's a big part of uh, where my ties are at in grassroots basketball other than Florida. And uh, uh, I just, uh, I, I'm, I'm extremely grateful, like I said. And, and I'm, I'm grateful not just for the opportunity. I'm grateful this used to be the number one team in the country. There's not too many schools that can claim that. It's, uh, um, and it's the power here, whether it was Jack Lehman or Julius Irving and all the NITs. See, because back in the day, people forget, um, you know, when, you know, Dr. J was here and all those UMass teams, um, only 16 teams went to the NCAA tournament. So there's it, like, there are a lot of really, really good teams that played in the NIT because there are only 16 in the NCAAs. And, 
Um, so, you know, this school always, uh, for whatever reason, ended up in the NIT, but um, it, it is what it is. It's, uh, it's, it's got great history, great people, more, more than anything, that have been involved in this program. And uh, to, to have the opportunity to lead it in a place where uh, my wife went to school, it's a school that has dear roots in my family. My daughter's born in the state. Uh, and uh, uh, if I can get used to wearing three layers of clothing again, I, I think I'll be okay. Well, Frank, it's 35 degrees in Atlanta this morning, so we, we feel your pain. Uh, uh, you, you are a relentless recruiter. You mentioned Anya. She can uh, testify to that. Uh, but you signed 10 guys in four months after taking the job. Man, that's hitting the ground running. How did it all come together? <laughs> Talk about interesting now. Um, uh, we're lucky, uh, you know, some guys came with me from South Carolina that, that alleviated, uh, um, the, the immediate jolt. Um, and, and then we, we, uh, you know, today's landscape with transfers, uh, we were lucky that, uh, uh, we, uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for, uh, that we had relationships with, mm-hmm. with some guys that had just put their name on the portal because, we recruited them really hard at South Carolina. And so that's what I thought about them as players, that I thought they'd be good enough to come to South Carolina and help us win the SEC. And because of the relationships that we had forged uh, back then, uh, it, it kind of, I don't want to, recruiting's never easy, but it made it less complicated. And, and uh, so decisions were made, and uh, they signed up for it. And then there were some freshmen out there that we had been recruiting that, uh, that we, we loved, and, and it was a matter of getting them excited about UMass, and my staff was incredible in identifying guys and, and helping me get them excited, and, and uh, we're, we're, we're real happy. We, uh, uh, we're, you know, we, I, I couldn't have asked for a better first class uh, and uh, to have to sign so many guys in, in such a short period of time. Frank, before we let you go, just a couple of things about, about Miami. I'm going to mention a guy's name to you, and I want you to think of the first thing that comes to your mind and tell us a story. Udonis Haslam. Wow. Uh, just uh, uh, relentless and, and never giving in. Um, uh, I, I, I remember when he first got to us, he was heavy and uh, really talented, unbelievable teammate, but he was heavy and, and he was a little spoiled. Um, I suppose not the right word because uh, he wasn't spoiled. He came from difficulty, but great family. Uh, but he, he just uh, uh, he didn't know how to exert himself when it came to basketball, and and uh, we were we were in practice and he he was not very good and and we'd get ready for the state playoffs and I just I started making guys run and run and run and run. I was young and stupid back then, Bob. I I, I look back <laughs> at some of the stuff I used to do and I'm like I don't know why players put up with me, but I was making them run and and finally. Uh, um, I said, I right, bring it in and we're talking and he started throwing up. Uh, and I was like, all right, now we're ready to go play. And we, we ended practice right there and then, cause he finally exerted himself to where he threw up. And, uh, and if you look at his career, it's kind of who he's been, you know, goes to Florida, the, 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 all the, 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 the so-called experts predicted that he wasn't good enough. Well, he's a four time all sec starting center for the Gators and turned their program around. You know, then, then the NBA said, well, he's not good enough. He doesn't rebound. He's not big enough. Well, he's a leading rebounder in the history of the Miami Heat, which is one of the more successful organizations in the last 25 years. And, 
and, and won multiple championships and became a starting player from his first day in that organization. And, and, and now he's 20 years in, which is amazing to me. But uh, uh, just uh, uh, the thing I remember the most about being around him, what a great teammate. And he continues mm-hmm. to do that in life, not just with the Miami Heat. That's obvious because they've kept him around for 20 years. But in that community and what he does to elevate people. Here's a little snippet that, that about him, which is so important. It shows who he is. You know, as he's made money and became popular and celebrity, he turned down money to stay in his hometown so he can continue to impact that community. He's opened restaurants. I'm not going to say which ones because I don't know whether I'm allowed to or not. But he's opened restaurants. But he didn't open them out in the suburbs. He opened them up in the inner city, in the communities that he grew up in, and he trains people and hires people from the inner city and in the communities that he grew up in to make sure that they have the ability to put food on their table and feel uh, being a part of something, having a job. And that's the kind of man he is. Frank, it sounds a lot like, in some ways, uh, your story. You know, growing up in, in Little Havana, uh, down there by the Orange Bowl, the son of Cuban immigrants, family is so important, community is so important. And i got to believe that those lessons you learn back in the day from your mom and your grandmom is what drives you to this day. Is that not true? Yeah, no, that's, 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 uh, um, you know, and that's the beautiful thing about our school, Miami senior high. It was a combination of my neighborhood and Udonis's neighborhood. And, uh, uh, it's what it taught us. It taught us to give back. It taught us to be appreciative of family. It taught us to not sit around and complain but appreciate what you had and maximize it to elevate not just your life, but the lives of others. And, um, and I'm proud that, uh, that that school, because uh, I'm an alum, just like Udonis from the school, and uh, we're both products of that basketball program, as is Anthony Grant at the University of Dayton. Um, it's, uh, uh, it, it's, uh, I'm really proud uh, that, that, that he's never deviated from what his family and our community taught us to become. And uh, here we are now. I'm an old man, and like I like to tell him, he's starting to enter old man category, too. That's how old he, he's getting. But uh, um, the fact that he still lives life for his family and that community means the world to me. Frank, thank you so much for your time. This has been awesome. We are so proud of you and what you've accomplished and wish you nothing but the best at UMass. We'll be checking those scores and watching it on TV all season long. All the best, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, Bob, and the feeling's mutual. You ever need me, I'm a phone call away. Appreciate you. That's it for this week. Getting closer to ringing that bell to start the new season. Make sure that you like and send us a rating and a review. Helps us get the word out to college basketball fans everywhere. You know you can download this on all the podcast apps. So make this a part of your basketball season. Our Naismith Awards, much more coverage to come, and a very interesting guest next week. Bob Delaney, the referee, is going to be with us. He's got a new book out. We're going to talk about his work as a referee and as a college consultant these days. That's all coming up next week right here on A Trophy Life. Until then, for all of us here at the Naismith Awards, Bob Rathman saying so long.